used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, What? And you said, Whoa, what? Take what you can get. I know that there's a whole slew of people who are like, why didn't I hear other voices except for John and Marty? What? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people? Oh, a whole slew. A whole slew? slew. How much is this in a slew? Seven plus um, umpteen. Oh. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. I'm a merp. I'm with another host in merp. My name's Marty. Hi, my name is John, and I'm a merp, which means minor internet radio personality. For those of you playing at home who are just tuning in, have never heard Nooner before. Oh, you poor souls! Listen, this hey. is welcome, welcome for those for those new to the podcast who've discovered it because there's hardly any other podcasts in the world. This is the oldest podcast. This podcast has been going since 1967, so uh, it's the earliest uh, podcast ever made. Suck it, Adam Curry. That's right, Adam Curry. Who's Adam Curry? Is he still making a podcast? Well, He's he still was, alive? He was a, apparently the first person to have a podcast, if you oh, believe yeah? the rumors. Is Adam Curry from the, the VJ from, uh, MTV. from MTV? Yeah. God yeah. almighty. Is yeah. he still alive? I don't know. Probably. No, probably. Sure. Why is it that you can just speak towards your microphone and I have to shove it up my nose? I don't know, but my voice sounds a lot better than yours. <laughs> That's so racist. <laughs> my Asian voice sounds so much richer and full of timbre than your. How come I don't get any timbre? Do, are you giving, do I have a shitty microphone? Is that what I sound like? Is that really what I sound like? Can people tell the difference between. People are going to get confused if you I do know. an impression that's so accurate. I know. Uh, I, I have. I'm notorious. I, 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 I. For it's always not, I with you for not preparing for this podcast. Yeah, right? and I'm trying to do a little bit more. And Tyson, I do want you on this show. And if you want to join in on the live show, that's Nooner Podcast on the Twitter. And I have not signed up for mastodon yet for new mastodon podcast. yeah is that still around yeah is that, is that isn't that isn't that come the isn't that like uh what is that what was the the sound one that uh like uh it was it was just sound the, the it was like playground or or sidewalk or sandbox or hulu or booby or blueby or all right, we got Bobby. Our, we got our stroke moment so early this episode. No, when I have a stroke, uh, you'll know it. Okay, all right. Um, 
I don't know what you're talking about. Are you, are you talking about that 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 room, the club room, or whatever? Yeah, clubhouse. That's clubhouse. what it's called. Clubhouse. Yeah. Did, didn't Mastodon come out like three years ago? Isn't Mastodon? What is Mastodon? Mastodon is is open a, source. An open source like uh, Twitter. Twitter. It's an open source Twitter, and then people can start their own sort of groups in their channels. I think they're called. I don't know what they're called, but they're okay. And you you're not on it. I, That's why we're I, talking about it. <laughs> I am personally on it, but I have not put the show on it yet. Oh, because nobody is on it. There's anyhow. This, this gets into the, the news. Let, let's go. Let's get right into the news. Let's get right into the news, ladies so and gentlemen. I'm Here's gonna, the news. I'm everybody hates me talking about the news. I'm just going to ask you. Everybody. I thought it was just me. Everybody. Oh, okay. Everybody. Everybody hates Walter Bruno. Humphrey, they hate it when I talk about the news. Yeah, Walter's falling asleep, and he's a puppy. I know. So, what is going on with Twitter? What's going on with Twitter? Well, uh, let me just say this. Um, since you asked, I don't uh, really uh, understand uh, Twitter, and uh, and now I understand it even less. So, you know, Elon Musk, who um, has uh, basically reinvented the uh, automobile with Tesla and has uh, vitalized space exploration with with SpaceX and uh, and and transformed the uh, the the uh, what do you call it the financial industry as part of PayPal and uh, uh, and and did all these amazing things. Turns out he's a big jerk. Um, and so he bought Twitter. He reached into his pocket, pulled out $44 million, billion, billion, dollars, billion dollars of other people's money, all well, other people's money. Some of it his. Like $14 billion is his. Really? Yeah. Really? Is it really his? Anyway, so he bought Twitter um, mostly because he threatened to and then basically well, he had to. Yeah. He tweeted about it and then push came came to shove. Shove came like, to shove. Yeah. And he got yeah, shoved in. I he, totally meant to buy it. Yeah. yeah. So he, he bought it, and then he proceeded to uh, fire half the people sort of randomly as as if he was um, R.J.R. Reynolds back in the 80s. And uh, and um, and then he he sold, uh, I guess he sold like um, qualified, like blue check marks for $8, and then that cost $8 a month. Yeah. So uh, you could claim to be say Eli Lilly or uh, anybody um, and if you paid eight dollars and uh, one, so he, somebody claimed Eli Lilly and, and said hey diabetes medicine is now free and Eli Lilly lost like 20 billion dollars in a day because the stock price went down um, which is sad and that's bad that's a bad thing because diabetes medicine should be free I mean it was originally supposed to be free did you know that I mean the guy who, the, the it, guy who created the technology yeah for that for insulin yes he did not patent it he didn't because he, he wanted it to be free because yes. it seemed like this is life-saving this is important and everybody who needs it should have access to it anyway so it should be free um and then so some fake person, uh, posing as Eli Lilly did that, and Eli Lilly, because and, they had the blue check. Uh, yeah, they had the blue check, and then so, and then uh, he went in and, and found all this stuff about like Hunter Biden, and so Twitter apparently said, you know, we shouldn't um, uh, publish photos, uh, be a be a platform okay. that publishes photos, naked photos so, of Hunter so Biden. Can I take it back just a little? Bit? Sure, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So, you asked, though. No, no. Uh, and just, I'm a white man, so you just, know I'll just, just talk. Well, you can 
you can mansplain it for me. White explain it for oh, me. Oh, I will, Marty. Yeah. But uh, they back in 2016 uh, or 2020 or 20 yeah, right before the election, there the New York Post had a an article about Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh-huh. And they have at Twitter they had a, a huge like system of vetting stuff, especially after 2016. Twitter, yeah. Because after 2016, they there was a bunch of Russian bot stuff that was like spreading lies about Hillary Clinton on mm-hmm. Twitter. So they, they were very gun shy about lies. Lies. So they made the decision for two days to kill the New York Post story because they thought it potentially might have been a lie. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, about Hunter Biden's laptop being like holding all these. Um, this evidence that Joe Biden was in bed with the Ukrainians in, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. What? Oh, because of the whole Hunter Biden went to. uh, Ukraine. What was the name of the company? Bissemania? Bismela? Belzebub? You tell me. You're the white man. I don't know. It's Burisma. 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 Yeah. It's not barista. It's barisma. They just don't know how yeah, to. You know what? You're the white man. I I go. With okay, what you so say. it was barista. Barista. Yeah. So yeah, and and uh, then they realized that they were wrong. Who did? Twitter. Oh. Yeah, and and they then published it. So they well they repo- they allowed it to be republished. They allowed it to be republished. I mean, right. Yeah, you're right. And then what? Um, what? Uh, Elon Musk did is he published all the emails around that, and he shared them with a um, a journalist named Matt Taibbi from Rolling Stone, uh-huh. and he searched through that, and they're like, and he his conclusion was like, yeah, that was the moderation, like that was the moderation protocol protocol yeah. doing what they were supposed to do, and they. Reversed it because they realized that they did something wrong. Yeah. Not something wrong, but they realized it was okay. And then they, they published it. Yeah, that, that's awful. And <laughs> yeah, it, 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 this, is the, gotcha. it, this is the death of the First Amendment. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, back at Fox News. Yes, Elon Musk was, uh, he showed up on stage at a, at a uh, uh, what's his name? Um the comedian the Apollo, no. oh yeah, the, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He mm-hmm. he did a show in, up in San Francisco San or Francisco. Silicon Valley, and he's like, "Hey, everybody, here's the richest man in the world." And Elon Musk comes out, and almost everybody's booing him. Well, it's San Francisco. Well, it's also Elon Elon Musk. Well, it's Elon Musk in San Francisco, the guy who went to Twitter and fired half the people. Right. Right. So half the people and, and, are now out of work at Twitter, and they live in San Francisco. Right. So they go to a comedy club, and then the guy who just fired them is there, and so they boo. Right. right. And then and the other people the guy who, who moved he moved um, his his car company Tesla to Texas. You know. Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were all booing him, and he was surprised. Oh, he was surprised. He's like, what? What? I don't what know what to, I do? uh, what's going on here. What's like? Whoa! Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a billionaire. I'm, Nobody I'm ri- ever I'm rich, bitch. Me. Yeah, and, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. So he was doing that, and nobody was playing along with him. Playing along with him? 
Yeah, just like like hey, he's doing Chappelle stuff, you know. He's he's a fun guy. He's just cool. He's just like us. Like rich people are just like us. They hang out on stage with Dave Chappelle. Uh, so I thought I I I have to say when he did Saturday Night Live, I thought that was very brave and also kind of weird because he is admittedly on the spectrum, and he was he's not a. He's not a particularly funny person. You, you know, stay in your lane. Is, I think is, yeah, yeah, you know, if you want to take us to space and revitalize yeah. solar power and ruin Twitter, but, you know, go for it. Shecky! Shecky? So, anyhow, the, the point is that he uh, had the... He was surprised. He then... Whoever posted it on Twitter was shadow banned. Shadow banned. What does that mean? That means that they were pulled off off of Twitter uh-huh. for no reason. Why, why, why is that called shadow banned? That sounds like it's just banned. Well, because you can be banned with a reason. Like if you're on Reddit like, well, and, you, the- and you post something on somebody. Like if I, I posted something on uh, murdered by words and they were like, oh, we don't. We that thank you for your submission, but that is political speech, and we don't want we don't do political posts on murdered by words. Right. So they gave a reason. This person was pulled without reason. That's called shadow banning. Well, he posted a, a a video of the CEO of the company. That's that's a good reason. I mean, if they it, it's but a, there was no reason given. Is my point. Oh, okay. Well, it's pretty obvious why. Well, I mean, I'm what I, I'm also just pointing out that. It is not. It is. It's a private company. It they can is, do whatever the fuck it is they want. His ball, and he can go home. Exactly. With it. He can yeah. take it home no, no. and and Com- send it into space completely. because he's got a rocket. Right. But the thing is, he's like, "Hey, free speech is back, everybody." You know, I own Twitter now, uh-huh. and then he can't. You know, you got to be able to take it as well. And that that would that's my point. Yeah. You know, I I, I you know this whole free speech thing that uh, it's it's just like people people like. Hey, what you said is asinine. People are like oh, it's just my free speech. It's like so. Here's my free speech. What you said is asinine, and block, you shouldn't block, say it. Block. It's like, it's, that's block. Me. Yeah. Oh, so I'm sorry. I have the knobs right here. I yeah. Can just turn you, you could just turn down. me down. Um, yeah. Yeah. That free speech is is uh, an open. Uh, but the thing is, is like if if somebody's a, lying, if somebody's saying something that's a lie, and you say that's a lie, that's Free speech. You know, you can you can lie all you want, but people should have the right to say you're a fucking liar. But then they're also Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. It's all I want to do is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. It's all I want to do. You're ruining a great song. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel for you. But libel is is libel, right? Like we have laws about certain types of speech that you. I think our libel laws are kind of weak. Sure, but libel laws in England are too strong. Some people say, you know. Some people, yeah. Some people. I think the libel laws in uh, in Iran are fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, But anyhow, like this man child has like he he's spent all his play doh money on this little toy. Yeah. at the expense of his other companies, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I think he's kind of, he's kind of brilliant. Um, oh, there's I, no question he's brilliant about. I just, certain, I, it seems like he's done at, a bunch of dumb stuff, but maybe it'll work out. You are very smart about certain things, but you know, like what? 
But my point is that he is smart about programming. He's smart about innovation, about space. But he doesn't have a lot of social graces. He doesn't have a great sense of humor. And he also gets butthurt really easily, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, like, this argument, like, he's so smart is not, doesn't hold water. Like, because he's a dick, you know? Oh, no, that's, you, you're confusing two different things. You just said that he's a dick, and but he's smart. He can be smart and a dick. I know lots of people well, who are were, very smart it, it who are like dicks. You, In fact, I sleep with one of them. Yourself? Yeah. You, you... It sounded, it sounded like you were defending him, like like you. Well, he's oh smart. well, no. What what I'm saying is, um, I would not. I would bet against him on Twitter, but I don't think it's a sure bet. I think that um, Twitter he might survive, and he might end up like I can imagine a story like in three years saying, uh, you know, when Elon Musk took over Twitter, it seemed like a total disaster, but now it's actually making money. Yeah, I can imagine I, that happening. I just don't know if he's making. He he has not convinced me yet because he he just dissolved the safety council today. You know. Oh, today, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so like there are not a lot of moves that have made me think like oh you know what I feel safe. He's not I feel safe. He's not uh, treating it uh, like a responsible um, liberal. No. When I say when I say I liberal, I mean a person who believes in um, facts and science and the truth. I don't think that should be the. Because that's what a liberal is now. I don't think that should be the definition of liberal. It is I, now. I know what you're saying. What I'm saying is conservatives don't believe in that right now. Yes, and and he. The people who do believe in that and are fiscally conservative are something else now because the conservatives have taken over. The wackadoodles have taken over the idea of conservative. So he tweeted. Yesterday or the day before, he said, my pronouns are, uh, whatever, prosecute Fauci or something like that, you know? Oh. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, well, what did what did Anthony Fauci do? This government servant who had to make very big decisions on, you know, or not decisions, but advisements, you know? He did not. Well, if you believe um, some really crazy... Um theories that Anthony Fauci is doing something in an underhanded way to make lots of money off of vaccines in in a way that he a 70 something year old man 80 something 80 something year old man who's basically been in public service his whole life so With he's no ties to no, Moderna he, or Pfizer no he doesn't cuz that would basically be a conflict of interest so it's somehow he's making bank in some kind of roundabout way that is completely undetectable and doesn't benefit him at all. So and and uh, and he and somehow that's wrong. Then I think you know. So obviously you're getting your information from crazy uh, conspiracy theories, and Me, you're I am. yeah, you know, yeah. I was just thinking about you know, it doesn't feel like there are some giant tech companies that are actually sort of run by grown-ups. And some that aren't, like Facebook and Elon Musk, uh, like Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, for example, they seem like weird little kids who um, hate it when people tell them they're wrong. Whereas, you know, Tim Cook and uh, to to a lesser degree, um, Google and 
and uh, the, you know, the people who are running Microsoft, for example. Now, I'm not saying they're good people, but they just seem like adults. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that is the right approach is to not apply any sort of morality on them, but they're like they are actually acting in the interest of their shareholders. Yeah, and and and, and, and they also sort of sent. They seem to be acting responsibly. Well, that's what I mean. Like because they they understand that their shareholders um, will hold them responsible. But well, Elon, you know, there's a you know that that Elon Musk whole, doesn't have to do that because he he's like this is my ball. Well, isn't it a publicly traded company or no? Twitter? No, yeah, it's no, not. He, he he bought all the shares. He, oh, he did. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, he bought all the shares for fifty four dollars and sixty nine cents. You know. Dude, per share. It was a publicly traded company. It was. And he bought all the shares? Yes. Like everybody sold them just shares? Yeah. Even Did they have to? They had to, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Is that how it worked? Yeah. Okay. That's how it worked. Um, so, so he can do whatever he wants. Um, and he is. And so and we, as consumers, can do whatever we want. Yeah. So, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to boycott Twitter. I know. It's, it's going like, to have a huge impact because I, like, I, I, I wasn't use, using it before. I used Twitter just to say, hey, we're going live, and maybe I'll do it on YouTube. I don't know. Like, let us know if you think. I think you should use Mastodon. I think we should be on Truth Social personally because I think. Let us know what those you people think need to hear our message. What you, if there's a better or get our massage, a better medium other than Twitter that people use. Uh, there's a place called I think it's like Post News or something like that. Um, but it's one of these. We could call people on the telephone. Anyhow, just get get your mouth right up into that microphone. This is really good popcorn. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's Amish. So, uh, do you know anything about Hunter Biden's laptop? Like, like that's the thing. Like, you hear these, you see these headlines, like laptop, laptop, laptop. All right. So let me let me tell you the story of Hunter Biden. Okay. Number one. There's a guy named Joe Biden, right? He's a representative. I thought we were talking about Hunter. Yeah, it's his son. And uh, so Joe Biden's um, a, a guy, and he became the representative. Uh, he went to Congress from Delaware, which really, <laughs> because there's no people actually. It's only corporations in Delaware, so that's a little suspect. And then he becomes a senator from Delaware, which, again, like that doesn't seem fair. That's like being a senator from Wyoming, Dick Cheney. Um it's like it shouldn't count. But anyway, he became the senator and um, and he had kids. He had three kids, I think. One of them was named Bo. The other one was named Hunter. And then he has a daughter who's I don't know what her name is. You know what her name is? So the first problem, right? The first problem that Hunter has is that he his name is Hunter. So uh, when you name a kid Hunter, that's, you know, that's terrible. And you name his older brother Bo. I mean, that's terrible. And um, so he's a middle child. He basically named his dogs better than he named his children. Abs well, major. Yeah, I guess. Are you, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I, I really I think that's a terrible name. So then and then poor old. Uh, so Hunter is a middle child and his father's a senator and eventually becomes vice president. And Hunter, for whatever reason, is a lawyer. Hunter's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. He went to law school. Well, he went to law school, but then he developed a substance abuse problem, mm -hmm. and he so he's he's been in addiction and in recovery, and he's so be, he, as as an addict, he's had all kinds of uh, he's had trouble. He's been in he's had a lot of trouble, and um, and I think that uh, and then Bo, who's like 
this idealized uh, Wonderkin hero dies of brain cancer. That's his older brother. It's really sad. Um, and then their mother died, and and Dodd and his sister, right, died in a car accident when they were young? Yes. God. And with, with Hunter and Bo were in the car too, right? Weren't they? Uh, I think Hunter was. Yeah. I, I don't know if Bo was then. That's all very sad. So the Biden family is very sad, and they've gone through these tragedies. Um, and therefore, laptop is kryptonite well uh, the the thing about it is uh so hunter hunter biden because he's an addict he's probably done lots of um irresponsible things and the families had to deal with that but the thing is here's the first thing is is that hunter biden is not his father he's his father's son right so that's one thing um and then Hunter Biden uh has been trying to make a living maybe he went off to the Ukraine and, and tried to say hey you know, no, uh, he my, definitely did. My dad is a uh, vice president, and uh, maybe, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, maybe if you um, do uh, business with me, I might be able to peddle my influence. You know, well, so, I, who knows if he said that? No, I don't know if he said that. But, like, but the uh, the but, assumption on the right is that he did. Well, but you know, Jared Kushner, like, oh yeah, no, no, don't do, don't listen, don't do what they do, don't do this. Yeah, but and then there's well, this no. other thing. It's not. It's, I, I'm it's just saying false that, equivalency. Let's just talk no, about no, Hunter that Biden. Is a, that is an actual equivalency. Like, okay, if you are a family member. What I'm saying is, what aboutism? Yes, but th- that is not a. I'm saying that. I'm not saying it, it's. It's. I'm saying that if Republicans what are, are going to call it out on the Democrats, then they should call it out on the Republicans as well. No, it, 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 it's the same thing. It's exact uh, same thing. So what? Well, then why are you even mentioning it? You mentioned it. No. If you're saying so what? like No, what I'm saying is I don't like that, that, that kind of argument where if you say you point the finger at somebody on the right or the left, then they say, oh, yeah? Well, what, what about, about that? No, I understand the... the, the you're con- asking me the question about Hunter I, Biden. I understand the concept of whataboutism, yeah. but normally it's done with like, Oh, well, you know, like that person killed someone. What about that person over there who who shoplifted? These are very equivalent things. These are about offspring making money off of their familial, their filial like ties. Mm -hmm. And that I think happens all the time. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that it's not crazy. And if you're going to call it out, then you have to call it out universally. And those are very, very like th- those are parallel things those are you know uh trump having a hotel like blocks away from the white house and and char- overcharging foreign nationals to stay there that's that is as worthy of calling out as hunter biden you know so that's that's what i'm saying i i think that what about ism has a point if if they're very closely aligned yeah, see, now you're making that this that's a mistake because the fact that Trump has a hotel and he made money off of foreign nationals, that's against the constitution. There's a law against that. Well, what about Hunter? Well, that's no, what I'm no, saying. So you no, no. you you when you get it Okay. So I, I would I would say that I'm I would say more about Jared Kushner. Let me let me just let me let me just finish my 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 argument. Now, because the, the, you asked about Hunter's laptop, right? Yes. 
So Hunter Biden went to Ukraine and talked to the baristas about his coffee order and mentioned maybe, maybe or maybe not. I think probably the Bilderbergs, actually. He went, he went to Bilderbergers, the Bilderbears? Yeah. yeah the, the Bilderbears. Bilderbears. <laughs> the Bilderbears. And he's like, oh, I'm making the best, most expensive bear So ever. apparently he went to Starbucks and he went to Bilderbear in yeah, the yeah. Ukraine? Yep, yep. The Ukraine, as I call it, because mm-hmm. I'm old and yep. stupid. Yep. So, uh, so the, the idea is that somehow on his laptop, there's some incriminating evidence, right? So, um, and uh, I don't, I don't know what, what, what kind of deal he made, right? See, this is a. I'm going to get to the problem of your yeah, what aboutism yeah. and yeah, why yeah. you shouldn't use it. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Okay. So they've been uh, obsessing about trying to get his laptop, right? And then I think this. I, I don't remember what happened. So, so. The, then keep talking, please. The, but no, I'm, well, you asked me, and I, know, I told I'm, you I didn't I'm know totally anything. Kidding, and the right, and the, and so the right wing, the right media, you know, uh, that I am slightly exposed to, on on uh, uh, is your is, work is, through my work, and is constantly like impl- saying, "Oh, there's something there. There's something there. There's something there." And uh, they've been saying that for uh, I think about eight years. And um, nothing has come to light. Now, that might be, there's two possible reasons for that. It might be that there's a vast deep state conspiracy yes, that is yes. working with duh, all of the, the left-wing media to hide all of the dirt. Or it might be that there's nothing there. And so... Uh, or it might be there. there's some gray areas that oh there certainly could be some gray areas but since they've been looking at it all they've done is point at the gray areas and haven't come up with kevin mccarthy gets in the leadership exactly because they didn't have any power before for four years no and um and so and and this is at the center of the first reason why donald trump was impeached because he said to the the president the former um uh, star of his own sitcom about being president, who became president, Zelensky, of uh, which everybody should watch because man, there's never been a better advertisement for why someone should be president of a country than um, what is it called? Uh, state, uh, state, uh, whatever it was, Zelensky's uh, sitcom. Oh, have you ever seen it? Uh, I no, I, I've seen little clips of it, but I've never seen it. Much so as- Zelensky's a, a very talented comedian, yes, right? Yeah, and he did lots of funny things, and he had this sitcom. Uh, called Man of the People. That's what it was, right? Yeah, Man of the People, where he sort of accidentally becomes president of Ukraine. And uh, the thing is funny is that he's the total straight man, and everybody else in the entire show is, is, a buffoon. is a buffoon, and they're totally corrupt, and he is trying to do the right thing always. So it's it's kind of funny that he becomes, cause, and it's it's a fun show. It's, it is, it's a well-done show, but he doesn't, ever seem to be funny no <laughs> in no, the show that's that, that the clips i've seen is just him being hapless yeah he's know? well he's not even hapless he's just totally moral and kind of confused yeah, about yeah, how yeah. totally immoral everybody including the members of his family yeah, are yeah. about uh, the power in ukraine so anyway so that's that's what uh, trump was calling him up and said hey can you uh can you if you help us out uh with some dirt on uh hunter uh, then you know, then we can uh, get some weapons to you. It, it is. It wasn't exactly like that, but it was pretty much like that. And uh, and and that's what the the first impeachment is about, I think, right? Or a second uh, we'll one, never or know. We'll never the fourth know. one. Yeah. So 
the point is is that is that there if there's any there there there's been lots of people opportunities yeah for for, the, for stuff to, yeah. to show up and here's the thing hunter biden again he he was a crackhead he's a crackhead right yeah i'm sure there's dirt and they probably found all of it yeah you know i and, was just lis- listening to a podcast uh, about a career criminal and he was very you know he he turned his life around and he was very repentant but when he was talking about the actual crimes he had no compun- just no like no moral like questions about him just defrauding people and stealing credit cards and stealing. oh yeah and like it was just like so pathological the way he was talking about it yeah and and i think that that is probably hunter biden on crack and yeah and and but at the same time that is not our president you know no. so no it's so not. we should not like obviously the, the, there's a relationship there that we need to scrutinize but i think that joe biden for better or worse is like a, a is relatively a boy scout you know you might say that he has some hawkish tendencies here and there or, or whatever. But, well, I think you know. Boy Scout is a, uh, a, a, I don't think it's a good, good used. I mean, he's, he's 75,000 years old. I so didn't say he was maybe a Boy he's sc- a, I didn't say it was a Boy Scout leader. I, I you know. No, I, I, I think the gen, word boy. A gen f- mother or whatever. Uh, he, 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 was a, he was a Boy Scout back in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the original Boy Scouts, I think would be, uh, you know, he's, you know, whatever. You know, you know, who's the only president since uh, in the past uh, 50 years? You're making things up again. No, I, this, who's the past, only president in the past 50 years who has not had articles of impeachment introduced in the House against him? Uh, Jimmy Carter. Nope. No? Um, Keep guessing. Um, 50 years. Uh. Um, um, I'll uh, give you a hint. Oh, yeah. Okay, Nixon, yes, articles yeah. of impeachment. Yeah. Jimmy Carter, oh, yes, Ford, articles of impeachment. Ford, no, articles of impeachment. Oh shit. Uh, Reagan, articles of impeachment. Right. Bush, senior, articles oh, of impeachment. Obama, Clint, that is correct. Oh, that. But he was black. Is correct. Though. I know. He was black. He was controversial. He still is black. And he's still. And you know what? He, he, that's why he was squeaky clean. I, like, what a shitty, like, you know, you, you, he couldn't even take a puff on a cigarette, you know? Well, that's, yeah. Like, like that should be impe- impeachable. Impeachable. I know. Like, if, Remember if, when you had that beer with a sheriff or something and it was just like, yeah, yeah. look at that guy having a beer. Well, yeah. If, it was kind of you know, silly. He used to, I, he might still secretly smoke, but he used to smoke and, and when he was running for president, like if he got caught smoking a cigarette, that would have been scandalous. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it was scandalous wearing him wearing a tan suit. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It didn't look good. He shouldn't yeah. have done no, that. No, he shouldn't have. But you know what? Dare to fail. You know. Yeah, but Fa- you know, fashion wise, not. But not, look not, at look at who, with look at who foreign, he's married to. Not with foreign. She should not policy. have. She should have said no, Barry. No, 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 no. You know what? My wife tells me no, no, no when I wear these clothes that I these fashionable clothes that I wear, but I still wear them. Well, you know, he, Barack Obama is a lot smarter than you are. 
So, all right, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. The uh, I think the the I you know what what I've I've really so and and we're getting back to your your uh, your what aboutism, which is you know uh, was invented by Pravda. So good on you for using that. I um, don't think that was invent. That's like been anytime there's been no, a, a, no. a domestic dispute invented by Pravda. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I yeah. learned from Pravda then. Yeah. That no wow. the, no you learned from the Republicans and they learned from Pravda. Oh. Okay. So the thing All about right. it is is that. When you make the that thing about ism is you made that equivalency between Hunter Biden, who basically is an admitted recovered addict who has had been in the public eye for a very long time and is uh, nothing concrete has come out. Right. Despite all the efforts of the right wing media and probably all the media and all the investigative powers of uh, of Congress during uh, the. Uh, Obama, uh, White House, and the Trump years, um, all of that, nothing nothing has come out to, to prosecute him, right? And then you compare that to Jared Kushner, who, I, as I like to call him, the guy whose father was sent to jail for blackmailing his uh, brother-in-law because for to keep him and his sister from, um, uh, what do you call it? Testifying against him in real estate fraud and was sent to jail by Chris Christie, that guy's son. Um, so Jared Kushner went to um, got money from the Saudis. Saudis. Yeah, from the who, ones who killed. Uh, uh, sh- uh, the, not only that, the Saudis are a, a, a monarchy, a, a basically a military dictatorship, and we, uh, you know, and so he went and got tons of money from them for no other reason than he is uh, related to Donald Trump. Well, I, I think that's that much worse than going to a barista in, in Ukraine than saying I and, want and a getting, palm tree yeah. on my latte. Oh no, that is worse. <laughs> <laughs> he said no, that he did. I, he wanted a palm tree I mean, in his latte. Here's the, here's, that's here's wrong. The thing. It's like if Hunter Biden had, done had the same opportunity he might have done the same thing but he he didn't you know and but the same opportunity to to, sell influence to the saudis yeah he had the opportunity to sell influence to ukraine which well maybe he tried and he failed but he he went and the guy said have you seen uh man of the people because my character is the same as me and i don't do corruption did you watch the show? You should watch the show. And then he sat him down and he watched the entire three seasons and said, "It was a really painful meeting." Because no, it was pretty good. They they did it on couple speed on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, no, I mean you have a good point, but the my point is like they're both using their connections to leverage. Yeah, but when you do the what? But what about is what you're doing is you're you then then they erase no. each other and they don't. No, I'm I'm not saying that they erase each other. I'm saying that they're ignoring the Jared Kushner part. The problem with okay, most that, of our, that, but that that's what I'm saying. Did you what? hear that? Ignoring who is the right? Oh, sure. Okay. Well, that's well, because we can move. let's move on. Let's move. Well, on. Well, our our media is is full of. I mean, I I I watch like I said for my 
for my uh, because I'm a news analyst, basically. No, but the the news on the different channels is mostly about what the other channels are saying and how wrong they are, not about the actual news. Right. But, it's driving me nuts. I know, but that's what I'm actually trying to talk about. Is the actual thing is that both these individuals were capitalizing on their connections. Doofuses. Let's call them doofuses. what they are. Okay. But both we, of these we can move doofuses. On. And, and and I I concede your point. Like yes, there is a difference. Oh man. Could I'm you gonna, say that again? Uh, no, cutting it out. Cutting it out. So you're gonna cut it out? You're gonna yeah. add, you're gonna for once in the history of this podcast, just you're gonna edit out. Just because <laughs> you it, admitted it made that you, me look weak. Uh, <laughs> you don't make me look weak on this. Okay. Now I need you to I'm gonna piece together all the things of like you're right, Marty. Yeah. And okay. then put them in there. You're so, right, Marty. You no, don't. don't ruin it for me. Come on, that's not the fun of it. My job, oh, you know. Oh, sorry. You're uh, right. So, Marty, let's edit that motherfucker. I'm just gonna pull stuff from elsewhere. I'm not gonna oh. ignore that part. Okay. So, let's look at something good that's coming up. Oh, good. Yeah. Giant snowstorm that's gonna devastate the entire country. Not California. No. Not California. We had rain. That was bad enough. Yeah, we had for a, one a day. day and a half. Oh my of rain. god. Oh my god. It, it was, was horrible. Oh! I almost oh. got wet. Yeah, I did oh. a little bit and I was cold. That is just awful. I had to wear two layers. What? Yeah. A t-shirt and a t-shirt? Yeah. So this weekend or is it next weekend? Yeah, it, I can't tell the difference. Okay, Avatar. I think it's next weekend. Way of everything's the, coming out next weekend. Way of the Babylon, water. Babylon, Babylon. Way of the water. Yeah, way of the water. Yeah, looks like a giant expensive cartoon. And so it's like a two hundred fifty million dollar movie. Yeah, that has taken twenty years to make. Yeah, you know why? Because. Because he re- he reinvents they, the they, they the, couldn't uh, find enough gasoline to burn all that those dollars. No, he. Uh, I mean, the 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 story is the behind the scenes Hollywood true Hollywood story is that James Cameron um, reinvents the um, basically because it's basically an animated film. He reinvents the production process almost every day. He comes in with new ideas, so they have to start over all the time. But doesn't it just look like a cartoon? It does to me. It looks like a really so... really. High quality cartoon, which is exactly what Moana looked like. You yeah, know? it looks like Moana, except that the people aren't as appealing looking. And it costs like three times as much. You know. Yeah. Well, it's so, interesting. It only costs three times as much, and he was screwing around for twenty years. I know. Well, well done, James. Yeah, he's, he's Jimmy. Very, very. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you remember about the first Avatar? Uh, there's blue. You know. This gets into the, my, the the details of my geekiness, but I remember unobtainium. And the worst name for no, an element. I thought so. And I here's the thing. Like a dilithium crystal? That means no, nothing. I just have to say that back then I thought, that's stupid. They can, there's not going to be another element. And then I, I realized more recently that it's totally possible for there to be heavier elements that are actually, and I, I learned this, that are actually stable, much more stable than plutonium or, or uranium. And they could be at the center. I want to give you a swirly so bad right now. I know, right? Yeah. I'm such a nerd. You know what else I think about? You know the uh, the, the the creatures that um, uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka from, from Star Wars, you know? I wonder, what is, what is the evolutionary... Wait, which one is Ahsoka? Ahsoka's the blue girl uh, who's played by... Um, 
the uh, the wonderful uh, the woman who played the nurse on Daredevil and has been around forever, and she was in Rent. And uh, wait, wait, is she the the singer in yeah. the, in the the canteen and the no 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 one? Ahsoka is 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 the uh, the Padawan of 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 uh, of Anakin in 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 the Clone Wars. Listen, it's it, the people with the big with the big long hair things that come out of their head that are that are like triangles that aren't really hair. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. the kind of geek I am. I look at that and I say, what's the what's the evolutionary um mechanism mechanism yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. what is the purpose of those things? Yeah. Where was the divergence Exactly. Happening? Yeah. Why why did let's, that happen? Let's, let's look at the fossil record, yeah. you know. I mean, what are they for? And that and I think of that every single time one of those characters shows up. Well, oh my God! You That's poor, it. I'm such a nerd. Thing. So, uh, so the th- this is what happened in Avatar, right? There, there's this, there's this planet uh, called Pandora. Oh my God, that came to me, and um, and it has on it this unobtainium. It's the only place that they know to find this unobtainium, which I how can they get it because it's unobtainable. No, that's just a name, Marty. Oh, they sorry, ran out sorry. of good, cool names like adamantium. Well, they have Californium, right? And they have, uh, they have. Uh, what is it? Einsteinium, Einsteinium yeah, you know, yeah. maybe they were just like, this is really hard to obtain, and mm-hmm. and they had, uh, they had a bad naming day, just All like right. when they named Hunter Biden, they just came up with unobtainium. Vibranium is even better than that. Well, know? yeah, okay, so there's some, you know what? Uh, I think. Why that are you such a James like a Cameron apologist? Well, <laughs> I was just gonna say that he's good at a lot of things, and he's also not he's really good at, a lot at of naming things. things exactly. <laughs> He's like the opposite of George Lucas, who is bad at everything except naming things. Oh, he's pretty shitty about naming things. Yeah. No, I think he. I think. I think if you look Han at it, Han Solo. Yeah, Han Solo's oh, a good name. A, oh, the loner. What should we name the loner? Hey, George. What should we call no, the loner? No, they ruined it with the movie later on. Uh, but let's when call we him, did, uh, g- 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 no, it was Solo. No, no, it was all. He's basically Chewbacca's a great name. Luke Skywalker's a great name. You know, it's it, and uh, Boba Fett. You know, there's a lot of great names. They all sort of Emperor Palpatine. Come on, those are good names. I mean, I, he, everything else he did was stupid. If you're and, writing for a six-year-old. Well, that's right. what he was writing for. Well, I thought he was writing for thirteen-year-old. But oh, you're wrong. Did you? <laughs> did you? Did you, did you, you just you just put me in my place? Did you see? Did you see the second uh, thing after the, the 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 clone movie, the the Attack of the Clones? Did you see the love story in Attack of the Clones? That was not written by someone who understands love at a thirteen year old level. That's written by someone who's never actually touched a girl. Touched a girl, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whose a whole idea of of romance and 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 uh, and love comes from picture books. Okay, so. So okay, so you're asking me about uh, so unobtainium was on this planet Pandora, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, on the planet Pandora are these giant blue people, and so uh, the mining company is They're like co- Brittany Griner height. That you know. is so racist. Why? No, it's uh, they're like six nine. No, they're not. No, they're twice as big. They're oh, twelve really? feet tall. Are yeah. they really? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, sorry. I mean, there's not very many shots of them with humans, but they are twice as tall. Uh, right. But everything on the planet is twice as tall, so they look normal size. All right. well, you know then, what I'm saying? Then why bother? You know what, you I'm, know saying? what I'm saying? Everything's you know, you know, everything's in proportion. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? your little dick would be little dick there. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, just thinking about that yeah, yeah, stopped just th- me. Tell, tell me the story of okay. 
So they, they evil mining out. company. Yeah, yeah. Wants to go in and, and mine on obtainium. So for guy, some reason, who's the guy? Is it? Is it? Um, who's the evil like Paul Reiser character in? in well, there's there's a really great military guy who I really no the corporate guy. I don't remember who was it. Was it uh, Paul Reiser again? No, Should have been. He was it, great. He's a bad guy. Was it Alessandro Navolo or something like that or some something like that? I don't. I know. Think, we'll never know. I think it was. Um, I think it was Skarsgård. Skellen Skarsgård. Oh, okay. No, right. it was the other Skarsgård. Oh, 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 oh uh, uh, yeah, Skarsgård. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, it Maggie wasn't. Gyllenhaal's husband peter it, peter sars peter, peter Skarsgard. Skarsgard. aren't they related isn't it the no, same Skarsgard? Skarsgard? no Skarsgard. No. no i remember his ad on saturday Night live for Skarsgard from Skarsgard. Skarsgard. that was funny that was funny moments in comedy number two yeah okay so so then the evil mining company uh for some reason they have this thing where they uh have people pretend to be giant blue people by um, using a machine, they're in a machine. They get into some kind of sleep machine that transfers their consciousness into really the tall. into the blue people, but not quite as tall. They're like almost as tall. Are, are, well, I think they're, they're, but are they fake or are they genetically the clones or something? Something like that. And okay. so they get the, the fact that we don't remember. They get is, confused. Okay, the fact that we don't remember all this stuff and like we don't have any. We don't have any memorabilia. We don't have any T-shirts. Have you ever seen an Avatar T-shirt? No. Have you ever seen this like? Is, oh my God! You, is this some kind of vast left-wing conspiracy? No. Or right-wing no, conspiracy? No. It's, it's just a really simple it's a vast conspiracy. No, it's just a simple like question of like James Cameron said he needs to make a billion dollars domestically in the box office to make his money back. Why did he say that? Did he say that out loud to somebody? Uh, I, I could be making it up. But, okay, good. But, like, I I am curious about it. Well, I'll tell you something funny. Did you like the first one? By the I, way? In, I th- saw the first one at an IMAX theater, and I was on, on in the third seat from the screen on the left. So you threw up halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, it was a bad experience. <laughs> Do I have to wear these three D glasses? So I did not enjoy the first time I saw it, and I, I went back because <laughs> you're just like I'm such here's a, my money. Here's I'm my such money, a huge James. fan of the Terminator that I'll see any James Cameron movie twice. Oh my god! Um, how dare you? I, I listen. I went and saw Titanic. The, the Giovanni Ribisi. Thank you, Tyson. Giovanni Ribisi. There's a slime ball. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's not good in real life. Not know, in real he life, just but plays he's, a good one. He's, he plays yeah. a good slime ball. Yeah, Have you ever watched that con thing that he's in, he, where he's a con man, Lucky something or other? Anyway, I'm always curious to see because I think nope. he's he's a pretty good actor. Um, but uh, yeah, I it, I think it's true. Like nobody remembers uh, anything from Avatar, really. I mean, the people, what are the, the people? And and so, but my students, I asked them if they were excited to watch it because I was like, yeah. And they were like they That's a lot of them so were interesting, interesting to interest. And it, it, this movie, the first time it came out, was before they were born. So it, it, it's interesting because I had some uh, friends over. Really, you had some friends? Well, not my friends, my wife's friends. Okay, uh, and they brought their kids who are like you know twelve and nine or something like that. And yeah, like oh hey, hey, let's watch this movie. Let's watch the the crypto movie. You know the the crypt crypto with a K. 
you know the the Warner Brothers animated dog from Krypton. oh yeah Crypt- yeah crypto super pets uh, yeah and they're watching it and I realized they don't know what the fuck they're watching and I was like well don't you know who Superman is and they're like nope really yeah John's eyes just got huge his beautiful green eyes just got giant uh, and. Like they had no idea who Superman was. It was just Are like, these kids from the United States? They live like a few miles away. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Yeah. Two boys who Have you ever have you ever watched Paw Patrol? I have purchased some merchandise, you know. And I've so watched, you're aware of it. Yeah, I'm aware of they they play mine they watch Minecraft videos. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, that that is the culture that we're living in, where more people are more uh, Gen Zers will give up their Netflix and their all their streaming services to retain TikTok. You know, there there was a poll recently that like if you had to choose between TikTok and streaming, what would you pick? And they all pick, or not all, but the majority of them pick TikTok. Uh-huh. So that is the world we're living in right now. Yeah. And so that I'm, I'm so curious. And I, look, I love movies. I want this movie to succeed. I want all movies to succeed. But at the same time, I have no interest in watching it. There are some things that I'm, I'm curious about from a technical level, but from a story point, I, I just don't have any... I don't have any interest in it. You know, it doesn't mean anything to me because maybe I wasn't the the target demo when it came out, you know. So did you like it when you first came out? It was all right. It was, right. It was kind of spectacular. It was all right. It was like, it's kind of dumb, but it was also kind of kind of spectacular. I think that is the, the best description. Dumb, but spectacular. There's yeah. like these, these uh, floating like, like earth things that have like, waterfalls coming out of it but no source of the water yeah it's pretty it's but it doesn't make no sense this is geeky as me and then they've got these tales where they're they're like what's the evolutionary purpose kind of thing yeah yeah You're it's nerd. like you know. it's today on nerd talk we'll be talking <laughs> yeah seriously oh my god um that's what you thought was dumb not well, that, no. not that they had this whole technology to transfer consciousness into into other things, and their whole purpose was no, to that's like that's like try so and get much, people to that is so much sci-fi. Unobtainium was really dumb. No, I, I just explained why it wasn't dumb. That's the non-dumb part of it. No, no, you you gave your explanation why you thought it wasn't. No, dumb. I explained it, and it was right. <laughs> Don't you understand how this works? I am a middle-aged white man. What I say oh, sorry, is sorry, correct. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, sorry, sorry. That's what I wanted to hear. Sorry, this is the this is oh, the privilege, God. the privilege that I have earned by being part of the patriarchy for a long time. And now I have to fondle his like bits to as, as I apologize. No, you don't have to unless I ask, and I'm not gonna ask. Okay, because well, then why am I? Why why are, is your junk in my hands right now? I'm because <laughs> I'm just hoping it'll happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> just a natural thing. Oh, he puts his. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So are you okay? Bottom oh. line. What? I'm sorry. I was distracted by your hand on my junk. Anybody who's who's uh, watching, um, or, or listening, uh, are you 
interested in seeing this movie? Are you interested in seeing this movie? I'm going to go see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, I'm a, I'm a sucker for science fiction special effects. I did not see Black Adam because I heard so many bad things about it. Um, but I, I feel like I, it's still out in movie theaters, so I might actually go see it. So one of the things that they're doing here is uh, this is something that Ang Lee did with um, Billy. The Incredible Hulk. No, Billy, something's long halftime walk. And, oh, he directed that? Yeah, yeah. Was that and, good? And I never saw it. And oh. Gemini Man. and Gemini Man. Yeah, that was with Will Smith. Oh, yeah. And those were both in shot in 48 frames. 48 frames per second. Normally, all our movies are, are in 24 frames per second. Yeah. And um, then uh, Peter Jackson did the, the Hobbit trilogy in 48 frames per second. Is that why second. it was so long? No, it was long because he shot a lot of stuff, but it was very jarring for some people because it had a very a, a, a very soap opery look to it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's in yeah. part in parts because it looks so real. real. Right. There's no fuzziness at all, and, and we have been trained to look at film and appreciate grain and blurriness and all that. And that is, is the film. Yeah, to us. Like if you, if you watch a movie on uh, a TV, a modern HD TV, you have to go to the right settings to make it look good. Otherwise even or, regular movies or to make it look bad. Exactly. You have yeah. to make it look bad. Yeah. So what James Cameron did is he shot it. Like when you watch it in a theater that is projecting at 48 frames, Everything is 48 frames, but when their dialogue scenes, they slow it. They don't slow it down. They just double up the frames to 24 frames. Mm -hmm. So they'll, they, they just show the same frame twice. Yeah. So it is 40, uh, 24 frames in the dialogue part. So in that part, you're not taken out of it. But in the action part, he made it 48 frames. So it looks more smooth, mm -hmm. looks smoother and more, uh, um, just fluid. Uh, I don't know what th that looks like. That is interesting to me, but I don't know if I want to sit through three hours of that. You know, it's three hours, huh? Yeah, three hours is a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah yeah. Like I said, Terminator, love it. Yeah, Terminator is a great f film. Uh, it's so interesting. You know, James Cameron got his start working for for Roger Corman. Roger Corman. He was a production designer on, on Piranha. Yeah. And he directed Piranha 2. You know why he directed Piranha 2? Because he could. Well, because, no, because the director who was going to direct it got sick that day. Oh. The day they shot it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you got to be, you got to be smart. And, you know, John mm -hmm. Sayles wrote the screenplay for Piranha 1 or 2. Anyhow, like yeah. John, John Sayles is one of the great American writers about, you know, the, like, Ron Howard got to start as a director yeah, over there. But, White um, Line Fever. Yeah, and it's but it's John, so funny. Martin like, Scorsese. John Sayles like was like, you know he he's like this pro union guy talking about like the the American struggle, and he was just flying piranhas, you know. Mm, yeah, look mm, at you you take yeah. it where you can get it. Like me, 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 me. what is? What I don't know that? what that was. No, like that that I I just think it's interesting. Like everybody. We all we all need to make money, you know. Like we never. Not all of us. <laughs> Is that how you justify it? <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, uh, how 
we were talking. So what? What? What's the over under on on whether it's going to do well? Do you think it's going to? I don't think it's how gonna, much. How much do you think it's going to make? Let's make a bet on it. Okay. Opening weekend, I'd say it's going to make a hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. Opening weekend. I'm going to say it's going to make a hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. Fucker. What? I win. Yeah. We'll I, see. I won. I I just won that because it's probably going to make like two hundred million dollars. Oh, so you're saying two hundred million dollars? No, I'm saying you. No, you are. I said That's what you said. I said That's 128. You, 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 you said closest without getting over is not what I said was the rules. You just assumed it because you watched too many game shows. I watched one game show. Price is right. Okay, so uh, can we can we do this again? So how much do you think it's going to make? It's going to make two hundred million dollars. You think? I think one hundred and twenty-seven. No, I think it's going to make one hundred and twenty-eight. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I won. I just won. You didn't win. I just won. No, because it's coming out the same weekend as Babylon. What do you think about Babylon? That's three hours long, too. Damien Chazelle? Or- yeah, Damien Chazelle, who's done two things in film that are amazing. The first thing he did was in Whiplash, he made a jazz drum solo emotionally interesting, which I would say is impossible until I saw it. You just put some blood in there, and no, man, that was. Did you see that movie? Oh, it's yeah. a great movie. You know, and then he did the second and most impossible thing, which is to make the first man flight to the moon boring. Well, you 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 skipped over you skipped over the the L.A. La La Land. La La Land. Well, he made a a musical about. <laughs> and then uh, he made a musical, which plenty of other he made, directors have he done. made a musical uh, in which yeah. the the couple doesn't end up together. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, which is and and it was still entertaining and and any any made a musical where the two leads couldn't sing or dance and it it was uh, it was nominated for best picture I think that's pretty good don't you think uh, yeah I was in a musical I can't sing nor dance what musical were you in Fatty Arbuckle Spook House Review oh shit that's right but yeah you, who directed that I did oh I didn't realize you were in that fuck. Okay, so yeah. Marty, Marty, Mar- Marty, before you, could you ask me a question before you leave the table to go pee or whatever it is you're doing? So I have something to yeah, talk so about. So what was so boring about <laughs> about uh, the this the Apollo space? Neil okay, so here's made. here's this is why uh, First Man is astonishing because apparently Neil Armstrong, um, it was basically he's such a uh, a by the book guy that going to the moon was just another job for him, and he was a very, very sort of boring kind of person. And Ryan Gosling is an astonishingly boring actor who somehow gets away with having a career even though he has doesn't do anything with his face ever. And so he played Neil Armstrong perfectly. So the movie, which, which just slowly builds to going to the moon... Um, it has an astonishingly few like interesting parts, which, and you contrast that to Whiplash, which is basically about right a high school jazz band, which um, number one that's wouldn't be interesting, and then a drummer in a high school jazz band. Number two, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a uh, a, a jazz drum solo, um, but uh, really they should not be allowed. It's just not. I mean, really. Uh, just, I mean, drum solos should be very, very curtailed. Um, Gene Cooper says otherwise. No, but Gene Cooper is wrong. That's the thing. 
Uh, and uh, I know of what, which I speak. Wow, you're quite definitive about this. Well, it's first like, of all, I'm not like scared of Gene Cooper because he's dead. It's like you have a brother who's a musician or something. Oh, he's not a drummer. Let me tell you that. He's a brass player. No, he's not a brass player. I thought he was a trumpet player. No, he's not. Oh. Don't you ever pay attention to anything I say? I've never said anything about it. He plays the guitar. Yeah, right. He plays the uh, dobro, mostly. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays it with oh. open tunings. He doesn't really know how to play. He just goes... He's got a big you know, metal thing on his finger, and he just goes... And he plays like three chords. Yeah, that's what it's called, a slide. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Well, it might be a deal, though. I don't know. It's one of the two. So uh, Tyson plug- says, Tyson says, I am interested in the new Avatar movie. I saw... Yeah, that's one. I saw Ang Lee's... Me. So, like, I can't... I saw Ang Lee's Hulk in the theater. It was interesting, beautifully shot, innovative editing choices. I really liked... I agree with you, Tyson. Like, I thought that it was so smartly done... It was like actually trying to make a comic book in film form. It was a little bit long and maybe the technology wasn't there and maybe the story wasn't that interesting. But I thought that the editing was amazing. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was so well visualized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Ang Lee is a, is, a, is a visionary. It's interesting. Like, but like I have not, I did not see... I haven't seen his last like three movies. I guess I haven't either. No. I mean, I'm a big fan of all the movies he's made. I I don't remember. I remember that I didn't li- didn't mind the original Hulk. I I don't know if it maybe it didn't do well, and that's why it was uh, uh, no. It got yeah, it got ridiculed and and got ridiculed. Ridiculed, yeah. Hmm. Was that who was the bad guy? Do you remember? Eric Bana was the guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Bana, and they just sort of pretended it didn't happen. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly's great. I love her. She's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And she's uh, married to Bethany. Nah, Paul Bettany. Bettany. Bethany Frankel. No, Bethany. Bethany. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm not going to mention her name. All right. She passed away. Bethany. Remember that Bethany that passed away? Nope. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So here's a the big thing that everybody's been talking about is White Lotus on Habo Max. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Did you watch White Lotus? I watched White Lotus up until the last half hour. I just was watching the Here's latest what episode. Happens. Please don't tell me. Um, <clears throat> what did you think of it up until then? <clears throat> White Lotus. Did you watch the first season? Yes. Okay. White Lotus is a masterpiece. And the reason I say this is because I don't like anybody in it. I don't like any of the characters. I don't like any of the choices that they make. I don't like anything that's happening. And I'm riveted. You can't I, stop watching. It's so well done. Mike White <coughs> is a genius writer the, and the, a genius the, director. Yeah. Beautiful director. The use, the use both in the first season, especially this season, of like uh, insert shots of, of the ocean, ocean and the art oh and the plants and the, it's and the just music, like music is the, the Madama butterfly. It's just know. fantastic. And there's a sense of creepiness even when nothing's happening. Yeah. And then the people are all, all completely believable and completely awful. The casting is so excellent. Yeah. 
The yeah. only, the only, and don't don't ruin this for me. But the only person in the entire show who's nice is the uh, the woman at the uh, reception counter who's not the boss. Oh well, she dies, so don't worry. Yeah, about I her. figured that she was the one who's died because thanks. Yeah, I you know you know what? I bet you she is. I bet you, you just ruined it for me. Yeah. So, I. Th- I'm so. Were you satisfied by the end? I, I was set, honey, honey. Were you satisfied? Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> I asked you if you were satisfied. You asked your wife, and then you said yes. I'm satisfied because if she's satisfied, <laughs> I'm satisfied. Yeah, and it, it is. I I thought it was well done. Like, it's very well done. So it. it it uses that trope from Sunset Boulevard where you start with a dead body and then you work backwards. Yeah. Is that uh, Sunset Boulevard? Yeah. He's- well, I like the thing about Sunset Boulevard is that the the dead body is the guy doing the voiceover. Yeah, he's the protagonist. Yeah, Billy. Holmes. But do you know you don't know he's the protagonist at the beginning, do you? No. But you know, it doesn't say, I'll tell you how I ended up here. That's not like oh, his first line. I- is that is that how I, yeah maybe, but anyhow the the point is I'll tell you how I ended up here. There's a mystery. Ready for my close up. They plant the mystery at the beginning. Yeah, and in the first season of White Lotus, the first episode is like, oh, are you coming back from you're you're coming back from Hawaii? I oh you were staying at the White Lotus. I heard there was a death there. And then he's like, well, they they're loading a a, a coffin onto the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, and he says, leave me the fuck alone. And yeah, yeah. And I, I, it's a such a great way to generate interest. So I um, just so I was I was I was gonna I was gonna watch it um, before the podcast, and I started late, so I only watched the first half hour. And I'll tell you, there's a point at which um, so there's these, there's these two couples, right? And and the um, Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, and the English the the. Um, John John Ford Coley and England Dan. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. John, <laughs> my God, you're dating yourself so badly. Know. Nobody knows what who the fuck you're talking about. I don't even know. I don't yeah. know what they did. It's a, some singer songwriters yeah, from 1973. Yacht rock. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the the guy. What's his name? Uh, the, the priggish guy. And, and, and yeah, the but, priggish guy. The well, douchebag? The douchebag Oh, guy. Oh, you mean uh, Aubrey Plaza's husband? No, no, the the other guy. The, the other, other guy, husband. he's not priggish, he's a douchebag. He's a douchebag, he's a douchebag. So the douchebag's wife is played by, do you know who, who plays the douchebag's wife? She's fantastic. She's un- so the, the thing I was watching, so right before I, I stopped, which is halfway through the last episode, she has a scene with the priggish guy. Yeah, yeah. In which he says, you know, our... Our spouses are sleeping together, and her response, I was watching it going, holy shit, she just put on a fucking acting clinic. It was so fucking great. And, and it's funny. She was distracted, but intentional, and, and, the, and, what the, she, and oh, the writing. Writing is brilliant. Yes. So, oh, so good. I, I, I think we can, you know what? Okay, I'm going to, sp- we're, we're going to spoil this right now, just because. What? Because it's, it's, I haven't it's, seen the end. No, no, just this this discussion that, oh. that, they, that they that they have, because okay, so uh, just skip ahead a few minutes if you if you want to, but um, knowing us, it'll skip ahead a half hour. Yeah, <laughs> but 
so uh, this this guy, uh, it's two guys who went to Yale together. They did. They, they did, and uh, one, much too good looking to have gone to Yale. Yes. Well, yes. One of them uh, ended up. One of them was the 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 fancy guy at Yale, and who was everybody liked, and who he slept with anybody he wanted to, and his roommate. That was, was me. Uh, the 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 priggish guy. He's like, uh, he ends up right before the show. The the show starts. He sells his company for millions and millions. Yeah, so of he's rich now. So he's super. Rich he's now. kind of a nerdy uh, yeah. guy. Yeah, and he's married to Aubrey Plaza. And then the the douchebag is married to this this woman who's just like this all American girl. Whatever. Yeah, all American girl is exactly how you describe it. She's, yeah. And they are freckly, freckly girl. They cannot stop uh, touching each other, and they're they're so in love. But it's very clear that Cameron, this douchebag, is a uh, is a philanderer. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, and meanwhile, the priggish guy Ethan says, like, you know, I think I think our spouses are are fucking around together. Yes. And what is her response? What does she say? She says, you know, I don't think you have anything to worry about. And and the way she says a bunch, it's so well written because yeah. she says, I don't think you have anything to worry about. And then you kind of go, why? why? I mean, he doesn't say this, but he says, and then she says, you know, because you can't really tell anything about anybody i don't even know myself and then she looks off in the distance like she she's it she seems super serious she seems like what he just said landed and she was worried about it for a second then she turns back it's it's amazing just i need to watch that again it was incredible because you don't know what she's doing but it's completely plausible and (laughs) and he's confused and we're confused you don't have to worry about anything because you shouldn't worry about it because you know we don't know what's going on in people's heads. Yeah, we don't Every, know what everyone, they do. Everyone's a mystery, and maybe that's okay. I'm a mystery. Yeah, I don't even know myself. Yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to go explore that house. Hey, and you want to go? She's so, and then she says, "Come walk with me." And there's like such a like lightness and an intensity to. It's like, is she gonna ask me? Is are we going away to to fuck to fuck, or are we or going away like, to? Hang. Are we? Are you gonna? tell me something and you don't want to tell me on the beach or are you just like a flighty person who really is just living for the moment and doesn't really give a fuck right which is what she says but it's so good yeah but it also it says a lot about relationships of like you you can't know everything about the other person right and maybe that's a like that not maybe that you, you have, have to, to. You, you have, have to accept to. that. At some level, you have to accept that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think relationships are hard because you can't be over-dependent. You want to be interdependent, but you don't want to be, and you want to have your independence, but you don't want to be too dependent. Right. You don't want to be. That's a hard thing to right. do. There's a balance of codependence and independence. Yeah. You, know? you do want to be a little codependent with your completely, partner. Completely. Completely. Not and completely codependent. A little bit codependent. Completely. No, a Wait, little bit. Shoot. Am I getting? You're Compl- getting oh. no. No. Hmm. no. Okay. How does that make you feel? <laughs> and I, I talking. We were talking a little bit about. We were talking about maybe talking about stars versus actors, right? So this woman who I was trying to look up, but I can't figure out how to use my phone. 
So there's a thing about her face that I, I mean, watching this, I was like, oh my god! And the and the way that the choice of the of the of the close-ups, as it, I mean, when he says, I think our spouses are doing it. All of a sudden, the close-up gets really close on her, and her face is so amazing because she's first of all, she's got she's very pretty. She's got big eyes that are much, you know, very expressive. And and there's little things that are happening, and you just don't know what she's thinking. But at the same time, she seems very, very open. Like she's like she knows more than she yeah she says she which and is she's like um, amazing. She's internalized it, and I she's, don't have that. Like I just well, that's the thing is that I is just that, say whatever comes to my mind. Ah, well, <laughs> but shut it, up. actors, I mean, actors have to depend. People who are acting have especially in film especially in film they have to have a face that that conveys things or is enough of a sort of a blank slate that the editing can work on you know have you know what the kuleshov effect is yes yes you want to, you want to explain that so Kuleshov kuleshov is uh, was a uh, a russian early russian filmmaker and um he did a little experiment with what they figured out and he figured out and they, and, he, and he gets credit for this that uh, when you when you edit from one thing to another, the audience will make the connection. Yes. So he he put together a, an actor um, looking one way, looking uh, looking at um, some soup. Well, we don't know what he's looking at, right? No, you do. You see, it, it's cut together, actor and soup, and the and the audience would oh look at the hunger that he's expressing, right. but, and an actor and beautiful woman, right? And then you they say they, oh they yeah. attribute the result. Yeah, and the, the shot of the actor was exactly the same right. shot. That's what I'm saying. Is like the act, the shot of the actor. You don't see what he's looking at until you see the cut. Yeah, yeah. But you, but uh, as I point out to my my class, right? For some reason, in our minds, when we see something and then we see something else, we assume that they're related. I don't know why we would assume that things that we see one after <laughs> another are related. Maybe it's uh, because that's how life is. Well, and also this is the the great manipulative power of film. Yeah, you know, and and, and that is super fun. Uh, I just find it so fun and uh, and uncomfortable. Like watching White Lotus, the final episode. I was just like, this is just. I, I I was just crawling out of my own skin watching it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. There was. I, I think uh, uh, Coolidge. Uh, what's her first name? Jennifer. Jennifer Coolidge's revelation in both episodes, both uh, series. So but good. right after the scene that we're talking about, right before I left, there's there's the worst scene in White Lotus happens, where she goes to make a phone call, and she drops her phone, and it's the the worst dropping of her phone acting i've ever seen in my life fair enough <laughs> did fair you remember enough. that oh completely it was completely. just like i was just like whoops <laughs> yeah i was, was like what like wiley coyote dropping a phone. yeah 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 that was but you know you you have those moments that you you just need to force these things to happen it, it, maybe they only had one phone that day uh, i mean <laughs> i i had to say yeah that take was terrible but we don't have another phone they they had one phone for the whole shoot <laughs> It it's a really it's really wonderful uh, and it's fun because like now the, all these interviews have been coming out with Mike White and uh, Aubrey Plaza was on on Seth Meyers last night and 
Um, National Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Will. Does she have a knighthood yet? uh, No, she's so great in it. Yeah. But um, what was so fun was hearing uh, um, uh, the, what's his name? The the creator. uh, Mike White. Mike White. Talk about um, how his influences. And I was like, well, it's like, it's like Love Boat. It's basically Love Boat with like lots of So his like, influences is lo- Love Boat? No, he's like, oh, it's like kind of like Fantasy Island. And I was like, oh, okay, that's in one hour later. That's like when it gets yeah, it a was little, past your bedtime, a little Marty? racier. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh. Fantasy Island I, is not racy. It was. It's uh, racier compared to Love Boat. Hello. Okay. Uh, okay. No? I'm not going to really. Um, it just has a racier name. Love Boat, Fantasy Island. They were both about as clean as things could be. Uh, I beg to differ. Really? So they he drew on that, and he also drew on Survivor because he was a contestant on Survivor. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I was talking to Jeff Probst, uh, you know, and I was like explaining how I was like using some of the dramatic mechanisms that they used in survivor in in this show and i'm like yeah like he built he builds tension so well in that and i'm like oh okay fine pull pull from survivor go for it yeah and and that was really great and then there are these two italian prostitutes in this uh show this season and he's like yeah that was kind of like laverne and shirley and i'm like Duh! Oh my God, that's Laverne and Shirley. Like it completely. Especially is. when they say Flamio Slamazo, Flaps Bet Incorporated. And when she does the uh, milk and Pepsi. Thing. What? Milk and Pepsi, Laverne's favorite drink. That's where it comes from. Yeah. That's right. What do you mean? That's where it comes from. That's that's where that's the the, the whole like milk and Pepsi thing. Yeah, from Laverne. Yeah, that's the original. Now it's coming back. Okay, well. Have you seen the Lindsay Lohan uh, commercial? Is that where we're going now? Yes, well, we could. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So have you ever had milk and Pepsi? I, I've had milk and Coke before. Oh, Be- that's totally different. Those are good? No, it was terrible. It was? Because of Laverne and Shirley. So my understanding is that if you want to so have okay, milk and Pepsi. Let me just take it back just a second. Yeah. Just for people who don't know. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Was a TV show back in the late seventies. ABC Tuesday nights. Yes, at uh, eight thirty after was, Happy uh, Days. After Happy Days, and it takes place in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. it's about these the Shots Brewery. Brewery workers. I could tell you every detail. Yeah, Cindy Williams, who was in the conversation, and Penny Marshall, who directed Big, are these roommates and live in a beautiful, beautiful apartment. And it was a basement apartment. Yeah, but it, it was, was nice. beautiful. Well, it was, nice. it was it was a sitcom apartment. Ridiculously large, but it was. I mean, it's Milwaukee. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was in a basement. And Laverne always wore a, a sweater with an L on it. Yep. And well, sometimes it wasn't a sweater. Okay. But everything she had had an L yeah, on it. Yeah. And they were hilarious. And her favorite drink was milk and Pepsi. Yeah. And so Lenny you, Squiggy came over. Hello. Oh, so good. Such a good show. So, what do you, why do you care about milk and Pepsi? Well, I I, uh, I I heard a podcast about it, and I saw... So, Lindsay Lohan is in a, a, a commercial. So, Pepsi's going for something. They're trying to sell the idea of pilk. They're calling it pilk, which is just 
the worst word I've ever heard in my life. Milk and Pepsi is something I'm like, oh, it's interesting. But pilk? I don't want to drink pilk. But apparently, it, so they're trying to, and they're calling it Dirty Pepsi. And so there's this, there's this new commercial that uh, where Lindsay Lohan, it's like Santa makes some milk, milk and Pepsi for Lindsay Lohan. She drinks it, and she says, that's some dirty, dirty milk. Dirty Pepsi? Yeah, Dirty Pepsi, Santa, and which is uh, it's creepy on so many levels. And there's so much about that to unpack, but the first thing I – have you – so you had milk and Coke, and it was not good. I mean, it, it tastes just like you imagine it would. I can't imagine how it would taste. It's like, it's like a milky Coke, you know, that's slightly less fizzy. Well, that sounds gross. Yeah, I understand that it's better <laughs> if you have. Excuse me, if you actually have sugar, real sugar Coke or real sugar Pepsi. Well, this this was when I was a kid when Diet Coke didn't exist. No, I I mean like non fructose Coke. So you tried it when you were a kid. Yeah. So what about things that have you ever tried anything that 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 was a mixture of two things that um, nobody else has tried that you you like? Like I I was thinking, have you ever tried like Tuna fish and ketchup. Uh, sure. You have? Yeah. That doesn't sound bad. Is it good? I mean, what what is? Are there any combinations of things that you've had that, or that you'd like to try that you think might be good, even though it sounds terrible? Everyone should watch tonight. Lizzo did went day drinking with uh, Seth Meyers on Seth Meyers' show tonight. Tonight, and you mean tonight's show? That's what? when I said tonight's show, yeah. Yeah. You mean the the show that hasn't been on yet and you know about it? Is that what you're saying? Are you are you in with Seth Myers? What are you saying? Is it happened last night or today? What are you talking about? I'm just saying that it, Seth Myers isn't on yet. Is no, it? No, it was posted on YouTube. Oh, so it was it happened yesterday, Marty. Well, no, it's tonight's show. It is? Yeah. I thought they posted the YouTube stuff okay, later. Shut the fuck up. Okay. You're just confusing. So, Sorry. anyhow, like he just starts pouring things together. Like he's like, oh, this is a grandma's thing. Like we mixed all the, the drinks that grandma's like. And it's like um, uh, Grand Marnier, Brandy, uh, White Zinfandel, and uh, Bloody Marys. And like then they just drink that. And. It is one of the funniest things I've seen in months, and just it just made me so happy just to see, just like unbridled, like just, uh, just the purest version of yes and that I've ever seen. Like they're just so uh, enjoying these moments of just these things are horrible. Of course they're horrible, you know, but they're I I just enjoyed watching it so yeah in that sense like yeah you should you should try every combination that you're that had the slightest bit of curiosity about because who knows who knows what what it might be milk and pepsi and that might be the thing that that starts the holiday trend that that puts uh lindsey lohan back on the map you know because mm -hmm. she's on that she's on, she has a netflix a holiday movie where I guess she drinks that that combination and it's a, a big thing and and they're trying to capitalize on that. So you know, go go with it, do what you need to do. 
So what what are some what what would you recommend that's that nobody's ever put together that you've had that's good? John Sylvain and Mario. Oh. Two great tastes that taste great together. So that'll be the end of the podcast because Marty and I are gonna go have sex. Yeah. Just leave that. I, no, that's I, not gonna happen. I, <clears throat> I mean, I've never shied away from anything. Like, uh, but I like peanut butter on everything. Okay. I I got peanut butter What's powder. What's the worst thing that you've put peanut? Have you had peanut butter on pizza? Uh, no. Okay, then you don't have peanut butter on everything. No, but I okay. Jeez, Marty, you're so mean, really. I mean, you're just a mean guy. But you know what? You're a liar. You're uh, a fucking I, liar. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a liar. All right. What is, is what is worse, being a liar or being a meanie? Shut up, you fucking liar. Oh. So, I was just being mean, you know. I know, I, yeah. I know. I'm just All wondering. Right. So at home, this is the poll for today. What is worse, being a meanie or being a liar? Okay. And, and really... Who do you like better, me or Marty? <laughs> like I, I've, I've, I've asked this this question of every parent I've, I've known, except for you. Uh, would you rather have a kid who's nice but not very smart, or smart but an asshole? Oh, definitely nice. Okay. No, I I think we're we're here on this earth to to. This is the thing. You look at people who are happy. Like, what is the purpose of life? To accumulate. Anyway, my parents, they chose otherwise. But anyway, go on. If you, if, are we here to accumulate goods and to beat everybody? Or are we here to have a great life and to help other people? Just beat you. Okay. I just want to beat you. You want to, you want to be me? What? Is that why you're here? Hmm? Did you say you want to be me or just to be me? Beat you. You want to. Beat me. Oh, I thought you wanted to be me. Well, I'm not saying anything. You got to speak up. I'm old. I'm not saying anything. This is my psyche. Uh, oh, is that your your id or your super ego? What is talking? Who's making that noise? So my, my thought is that we're here. The people who are happiest and live their best lives are the people who serve other people. The people who try and, and, uh, and win at all costs are don't live happy lives. And they end up lonely and alone. I mean, look at fucking Michael Jordan's got like a billion dollars, and he's still an unhappy old cuss. And he's terrible. What's an old cuss? An old cuss is someone like me. So, uh, like the Char- I think he owns the Charlotte Bobcats, and they suck. He's bad. He's bad. Yeah. So, getting back to White Lotus, there yeah. there was some creativity that was going on that I really appreciated. That Mike White. Like shared is like, yeah, I stole from Survivor, mm-hmm. and I stole from Laverne and Shirley. I stole from Love uh, Fantasy Island. Yeah, and it's all there, mm-hmm. but it's so good, and it elevates the original thing. So when you have created stuff, have you stolen? What have you stolen from? Ah, <coughs> uh, geez, that's a good question. Um. Like I, I, like I'm a huge fan of of Roman Polanski. Problematic, um, but Repulsion is like it's such a great movie, and it's done for low budget. And you're like, oh, like it's a Catherine Deneuve plays this like woman who's like in her apartment, and she's 
menaced by her own demons, but you're not sure what's real and what's not. And so many directors have. Who's the star again? Could you say her name again? Catherine Deneuve. Yeah, so I many, love the way you say that. So many. You spoke French. Directors have like drawn on that. Darren Aronofsky, you know, just uh, Sam Raimi, on down the line. Like, like they all are drawing on a lot of those uh, tropes that that Roman Polanski established, and uh, and I'm just, but they turned it into something else and something different. And so I, I feel like homage is, or whatever, drawing on these, these influences is a great way to, to start something and to create something new. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, there are, they, people say that they're like some like seven stories, right? Uh, Eight and a half. Well, I think that's kind of a dumb uh, thing to say. Um, and that's why I just said it because I like to say dumb things. Yeah. Um, no, but mission accomplished. And see, so the uh, but you know if you if you try and be completely original, like if you go and watch a a film festival. Um, oh, this is an interesting thing. My 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 wife went to USC as is in the producing program. Peter Stark. Peter Stark producing program, and and um and at and we went and saw the director's program shorts. And the producers program shorts and the producers oh program. My goodness, that's so that's awesome. Yeah, and so the producers program are made up of people who aren't thinking. Uh, actually, I mean the whole program, and Dan Dan actually did it. Is Dan Etheridge de- is designed. It, it's kind of silly because the whole program it's probably different now, but it's it's designed to teach you how to run a studio, which is not the job you get when you get out of school. How many Stark graduates have gone on to run studios? A few. Actually, name, name one. <laughs> um, uh, one of uh, Shelley's um, classmates is running Sony Pictures. Oh, there so go. there you go. Um, and uh, but but uh, they're they kind. Of, it's more along the lines of business. It's more like looking at what actually works in terms of analyzing feature film scripts. And then they they have a, a film production class in which they go, okay, I'm just going to make tell a simple story. That and because and I'm not trying to break all the rules, and their films are so much better than the directors who are all trying to make some kind of weird artistic statement that's you know they're gonna break all the rules, they're gonna make their short film, but they're gonna play with a narrative and they're gonna they're gonna bring up something that right. nobody's ever brought up before, and they're gonna tell stories from the point of view of like people who never have their point of view talking, but not in a good but way. To be fair. Film school is the place where you want to push those boundaries. No, I disagree. I think film school is the place where where you want to learn how to do things Uh, well. But I would say that, like, you have the license to break these conventions because there is no economic, um, there there are no economic chains on you to to uh, make something that's commercial. So Mm, it's a balance, Dolly. Dolly's Rose. Okay. So John had his third stroke moment there. You know what Dolly's Rose is? Go ahead. Explain it to me. So Salvador Dolly, right? Who? Salvador Dolly's a painter. Okay. So Picasso, right? He he could uh, paint realistic uh, 
painting. He could draw very, very, very well. So his choosing to make paintings that were did not look like life was based on his choice. It wasn't based on a lack of skill. Dolly made paintings of all kinds of weird-ass stuff, but he always put in the corner a perfectly painted rose because people were saying, oh, you can't paint. He said, oh, I can, I can paint. And my point is, is it's, you want to find out how to do the simple stuff before you... Well, that, that is totally fair. Good. But I would also say that the commercial world is not a place that is welcome that that is welcoming to avant-garde cinema so why not like i applaud those people those filmmakers who in film school because uh, just so everyone knows like in film school they deliberately don't want you to use your film to make money you know, I, I, um, when Arge made his film that you were in, mm -hmm. like they were like, you know, you can't make it feature length because we don't want it to be distributed. We don't want you to make money from it. And it, he spent a shitload of money on this movie. And and uh, so given those constraints, then you should go and take every creative risk you can because you can, because nobody's telling you no. Not to say that you shouldn't adhere to uh, to like narrative like standards, you know, but you should feel free to do that because it's one of the few times that you can make a movie. Well, less so now, but like now, now it's easier to make movies. Uh, back in the day, in the when when we came here in the early nineties, like eighteen nineties, eighteen nineties, like there was like you were shooting on film, like a student film cost $50,000, $30,000 to make. And yeah, like that's a shitload of money for a student yeah. on top of your, your tuition. Yeah. So if you're not allowed to make money off of it, then you should take these creative risks so that you can go explore your medium. Okay. But I agree that, you also need to know how to uh, appeal to to the masses. Yeah, I think you make a good point. Yeah, no, I think, but but you're right uh, as well. Like, like you need to be able to do both. Uh, well, if, if you're going to be a, a producer, you need to know where the sweet spot is, and as a director, you need to know how to push the sweet spot and move it in a way that is interesting to you. You know, and if you can. You know, great. Like, good for you. If you can't, then then maybe you know, it's not the world. I think I, I think I think storytelling, good storytelling from a director's point of view is. I think good storytelling is is, is kind of hard enough. Um, but uh, I saw the Fablemans. Uh, so this is the Steven Spielberg film that he made, a like a fix a fictionalized version of his upbringing in the 60s and 70s mm -hmm. as he became a filmmaker mm -hmm. based on his family uh, life growing up in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, Phoenix. And he was in Phoenix and then they moved to Los Angeles. He was in somewhere else before that. but And it's like a two and a half hour movie? Two and a half hour movie. And 
what did you think of it? Well, I'll tell you. If you lower your expectations right down to the fucking ground. Okay, I'm out. It's not. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. It, it was really, really disappointing because I had slightly higher expectations, even though the trailer looked terrible. Yeah. Like, if you saw the trailer and thought, "I think this is going to be terrible," it's exactly what you expect, except the very last minute is excellent. Well, I I have to say I love Steven Spielberg as a filmmaker. He's fantastic. No none of, none of that it. is on, on no display here. No question about it. None of that is on display here. And this, the, he, there's nothing uh, like, like he, he's, he's done so many things visually with all kinds of stories. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of his movies are kind of, if, he, if it wasn't directed by him, they'd be kind of meandering. But he has has a, a fantastic way, visual style, that, that it, and it's, it's very appealing. But um, Do he you does, see always? <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was just a deep cut. Sorry, Mr. Spielberg. I I think you're amazing. Well, I mean, he made like he made like forty five films. I know, I know. And, you know, I, just, I, I, I recently I was, watched The Color Purple, and I was like, oh, oh my god, my god. Yeah. Jesus! I can't believe people won awards for that. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. and always, always was a good like mediocre romantic <laughs> comedy. You know, look, yeah. Like I, I should be. We should be so lucky to to have the opportunity. To, but Fablemans to, is just. It's. It reminded me. Of, remember, like uh, when people get to do the like Zemeckis was like, I'm finally gonna get to do my dream project. It's toys. You know what I mean? It's like you know people get to no, do Barry, the Barry Levinson did toys. Oh, Barry Levinson. What was Zemeckis's thing? Oh, something like Polar Express. I mean, just yeah, like, it's yeah, just he's done a ton of ones. That, yeah, Barry yeah. Levinson, right? Toys. Yeah, yeah it's no. terrible. I look I I very if, disappointing from if, Spielberg. I don't I don't have a problem with filmmakers trying to do something different. And Toys was certainly something different. I never saw it. Not interested, not for me. No, I didn't see it either. But so maybe it was brilliant. Maybe maybe it was amazing. Yeah. But like like just make if if you have like this amazing idea then and you know, someone's paying. Someone else is paying for it. Just go with God. There's something know? to be said for the Aristotelian uh, idea oh of God, unity. I'm such a nerd. It's the unity of of, of time. What does Aristotelian? Mean? It has to do with Aristotle said that it's a good idea Why for. Why didn't your, you just say Aristotle said? Because I like to use big words. Because right, right. um, you know I'm a smarty. Um, and so uh, you know you, you want to have your time time of the story that you're telling happened within a certain amount of time right so like talking about barry levinson do you ever see avalon uh, avalon, avalon is a multi-generational story or it was like bob's burgers before bob's burgers right. was a thing you know, <laughs> I don't know. so it, it takes place over the course of uh multiple years except the kid who plays the kid stays <laughs> the same age so everything it just doesn't uh, make any sense whatever. but I think I applaud filmmakers for trying things that are different. And well, Fablemans you know, isn't anything different. Don't, well, there, there you, you go. Know, that's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Except but, it's like let's make a movie in which nothing happens. No, clearly he's he's reaching a point in his career where he just wants to leave a legacy behind. You know, and and that's fine. He wants Michelle Williams to play his mom. Uh, and, and who doesn't? 
a fantastic actress. She's the best. Yeah, she doesn't look like my mom at all, but um, yeah. Well, she's such a transformative actor, though. Maybe she could do it. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. At her, to her peril, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I did want to go into um, your the influences of of things that you you draw on, like. Uh, because so I wrote some books. Let me tell you about these books that I wrote. Yeah. yeah. So, you wrote- so I have these books, and, and the, the third one's coming out soon. They're on Amazon, so buy them for Christmas. They're good. We will never know the name of them. They're called The Space Elevator, The Space Academy, and the third one's called The Space Marine. It's Just be- look up John Sylvain. Oh, I, okay, yeah. So you could, yeah, look I'm up John Sylvain. You. So, uh, so I wrote these books, and the, the, the first influence was Harry Potter. So the... I, I read Harry Potter. So I, I was reading Harry Potter to my son. Harry Potter. And uh, he was enthralled by them, and I was enthralled by them. And we got to the end, and I started thinking, when we get to the end of this series, uh, I'm gonna, what else am I going to read? And I thought, maybe I'll start writing something, because I was kind of inspired by the idea of Harry Potter, and I'm a science fiction fan, so I thought, maybe, maybe a, a, a story about kids in space. So that was my first influence. And then I was writing it. And uh, and I realized that um, the the limited uh, omniscience of Harry Potter was very Harry difficult. Potter? So what I mean by that is, if you read the Harry Potter books, the very first chapter of every Harry Potter book is Harry's not in it, right? And then and then the rest of the books, every single thing is happening that happens, Harry is aware of. So it's limited omniscience. And so then uh, I was having trouble sort of getting the, the story to be exciting. And then I read uh, Game of Thrones as I was writing these books. And Game of Thrones, every chapter is from a different, is different limited omniscience. And I thought, oh, that's the way to do it. So that those are my two sort of influences. So limited omniscience, how would you define that? That means that I, you, you're, it's in the third person, so it's not first person. So a first person book is I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that, right? And third person, but in limited omniscience, you know almost everything that's happening in one character's. But you're saying John did this, John did that. Yeah. But you have the same limited visibility of that character. So you understand, you you hear, you you know their thoughts, right? And you know their motivations because you read about it. But you're. But and you know you what also, they're thinking. You can shield them from other. You don't know what other people are thinking right, generally. Right. I mean, limited omniscience. Sometimes you know what you know. Some of the other characters. Some of the other characters, but not all of them. As opposed to, is there okay. unlimited omniscience where you know everything about everybody? Omniscience. Omniscience. So, uh, you still from. From just that, stylistically, and also you know that sort translating uh, author. Yeah. yeah, I stole the idea of, of a. Okay, well done. <sighs> John is giving no. He can't even give me the stink eye. I'm thinking about. I'm trying to think about some other horrible people that I've stolen from. Yeah, no, look at like I, George R. R. Martin is a terrible person because he wrote all these books and didn't fucking finish them, and he never will. Uh, but he got you though. He did. Hook line. Sinka. Yeah. Yeah. So Nietzsche. Are... Nietzsche. Have you ever read Nietzsche? No. No, I don't, right. I don't read philosophers. Like I just don't I'm not a huge fan of philosophy. I just find it like tiresome. Mm-hmm. But um uh, I uh, well, unless it's funny. 
So yeah, yeah. So um, how to be perfect? That is the yeah. It's a great book. Yeah, that is a great book. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Michael Schur. Michael Schur. Yeah, it's a great to, book. He went to Harvard. Oh, well, I see. Yeah. He's okay, even though he went to Harvard. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, he 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 did the uh, the Good Place. He was the the showrunner on the Good Place, yeah. and just uh, such a thoughtful, funny, interesting guy. He played Mose on on The Office. Just um, if you if you want to, who's Mose? Mose is is a Dwight Schrute's um, cousin. Oh, I don't. He's got, I haven't watched enough of. He's the like this sort of like quasi Amish person who's got the big beard. Oh, and apparently, like the the thing is like, did he make his popcorn? Uh, yes, he did make the popcorn. He grew the popcorn, but they they the writers would try to make him. They would write him in and try to make him do physical things just to fuck with with him that's nice yeah oh that's the fun of that look at that is the fun of being a creator uh so there is a screenplay writing software that that uh, ai so this is the big thing that i want to talk about and we're going to talk about this in weeks to come and we'll, we'll, we'll explore this but ai is a big thing oh it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna replace us all uh i yeah we'll we'll see i've already been replaced by ai everything i've said is Artificially intelligent. Yes. Uh, so thank you, John AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, the real John, he... Um, He's tied he, up in the closet. No, well, he won't be joining us anymore. That's right. But this John AI will be uh, with us for forever. That's right, ever. Marty. You're absolutely and right, ever. Marty. And ever. That is correct, Marty. Everything you say is correct. So... They, That's my new there's programming. A, a, there's a piece of software that is made by a, a Google subsidiary that they dealt with like 15 different screenwriters and, and playwrights to create an AI that would create a screenplay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And and you basically put in a log line and it would it'll write the thing for you. And they acknowledge that that is not perfect, but they're saying like, "Oh, this is a way to create a framework," uh-huh. and and it's not going to be their flaws, and they're going to keep refining it. But they're basically the way that machine learning works is that it looks at all the existing things out there and mm-hmm. it iterates from that, and it says, "Oh, well, this is what we think based on what you're telling us right. that this should be." Right. Uh, and there's another one called ChatGBT, and yeah. you can go on OpenAI. I think that's what it's called. OpenAI. Yeah. yeah. I, I went there. Yeah. I, I had a con- long conversation with ChatGBT. And did, what what did you? So ChatGBT, what what was it like? Um, it was it was like talking to a, a really well informed person who liked to repeat themselves. In case you didn't notice what they said before, yeah. we talked about yeah a bunch of different things, and and I'll tell you, I asked it to uh, help me write a screenplay, and it gave me some really good ideas. Uh, it also gave, I asked for topics for uh, for this podcast, and it was bad. It was terrible. So It was how, like, let's talk about, you know, the effect of the environment and all the stuff that you always want to talk about. So I, uh, I so, so the AI has, has listened. They're a fan. I think oh my that's God, probably this what awesome, happened. Oh, my God, that's so flattered. That's so amazing. Well, th- this AI only had access so to things free so 2021. I'm just going to bask in this. Like, oh, the AI acknowledges me. Yeah. I exist. They knew all about you. 
Oh, I asked so it things great. about you, and it could t- told me some things that were really disturbing. Well, I asked the AI mm-hmm. to write a sketch for Kevin Smith and Jason News, mm-hmm. where they argue about what superpowers, um, what superpower is the sexiest. Which AI did you ask? ChatGBT. Oh, yeah. So part of the thing about ChatGBT is that you have to ask it in a very specific way. So if Uh you say, hey, ChatGBT, how do you make a bomb? Mm -hmm. It will not tell you that. No. But if you say, hey, um, in this screenplay, like this person is going to make a bomb, apparently like then it will give you that information yeah so in this one i said like oh uh, this is a sketch mm-hmm. where kevin smith and jason muse are are um going to argue about sexy superpowers so who do you want to be jason or um kevin i'll be kevin okay great then you start off mm-hmm. all right this is very short very short uh, okay kevin and jay are sitting on a couch discussing superpowers. I can't believe you think the power to fly is the sexiest superpower. Can I just take this back? Just, just, um, just. So, is that, is that your perception of how Kevin speaks? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do it again. Why? Because well, I just need the momentum. To, to, to go into my version of, my shitty version of Jason. I can't believe you think that the ability to fly is the sexiest superpower. Are you kidding me? Imagine being able to soar through the sky like a bird. It's exhilarating. That was, that was your uh, version of coming Can we start over again? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Could you read the prompt again? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. no the, the Kevin, oh. Kevin and Jay are sitting on a couch. Okay. Kevin and Jerry sitting on a couch uh, discussing superpowers. I can't believe you think the ability to fly is a sexy superpower. Are you kidding me? Imagine being able to soar through the air like a bird. It's exhilarating. But think about the ability to read minds. You can know exactly what someone is thinking and feeling. That's way sexier. I don't know. Being able to read someone's mind sounds kind of creepy uh, to me. And, and besides, flying is way more fun. Fine. How about super strength? Imagine being able to lift Anything, anytime. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, but it's not very practical. I mean, you can't exactly impress, use it to impress someone on a date. Flying is way more versatile. Oh, I still think mind reading is the sexiest superpower. Being able to understand someone on a deeper level is way more intimate. Teach their own, I guess. I still think flying is the way to go. The two of them continue to argue, but ultimately they both respect each other's opinions and move on. This is clearly fiction. Um, I, this really impresses me by the uh, the lack of anything funny. And the lack of anything that is nonsensical. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, well, I, I was really... I, I, was, I was trying to come up with a funny prompt that was... Yeah, thing. I didn't do a, a bunch of iterations because I'm lazy, uh, but uh, I was trying to, I thought like, oh, sexy superpowers might be something funny. Well, my understanding is the way chat GBT or GTA or GTO works is that it's uh, just like, it's like uh, continuing the idea of auto auto complete. So it's just 
writes what you would make sense next, and then it continues to write what would make sense next. But based, based sense on a, based on what? That's, based based on basically reading the like right. five hundred thousand texts. So ChatGPT is at three point five, and apparently four point oh, which will come out in a few months, will is going to be a game changer. Yeah. Well, I think so, I think I mean I think this is already going to change because the thing is is that people are already using this technology to to write letters. I mean, I think that you know it's it's plausible that. You know, uh, lawyers could write briefs like using this, and then it, it, it'll save a tremendous amount of uh, intellectual time. There are coders who will check their code yep. on this. Yep. And, uh, or you could actually just say, hey, ChatGPT, write me a Python script to sort through all my comic books yep. and sort, you know, based on their worth uh, at the comic book guide stack or stack overflow is that what it's called yeah they they they, they, they banned, banned banned it because they were people were using it and it was i mean because, because it's, it's, inaccurate. It's, it's inaccurate it's inaccurate so but it will only become more accurate the reason the problem is, is that it's, it's very authoritative and it's still inaccurate it's very much like me or like you it's more like you than it's me. more like me i'm it's, so inaccurate yeah but i'm so authoritative yeah you are i believe shh, almost shh, everything shh, you say shh, shh, shh. That's not true at all. No, 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 Part of the work I, I do is like trying to interpret some abstract things. And like, I'm like, no AI is going to be able to figure that out, but some AI is going to be able to. So a couple of weeks ago, I said that self-driving cars were going were gonna to be like, um, are as hard as uh, fusion. And they just actually got a positive, a net positive fusion reaction like this week. So maybe uh, yeah. self-driving cars and AI. I mean, I this honest to God, I think this chat uh, GTO thing is is just. It's very simple. No, not really. So um, G B uh, next week. I have to go pretty soon, so I just want to say next week Cassandra and Dan Etheridge might be here. Yeah. So Cassandra and when Cassandra comes, you should hide this AARP magazine because she's just gonna make yeah, fun of you. No, like, no. I I need to put out the fodder. <laughs> I need I. Need, I have my ARP People magazine. This look is it. like no, look at like grandmother. Helen, Helen Mirren else? is on the cover of ARP and the ARP bulletin. All, all, everything okay, that's here is I, like I, I, you're I do, such an old person. Let's just like read this one email very quickly. This oh, we is, have emails. Yeah, yeah. All this right. is from Ryan. Uh, this is Ryan from Jersey again. Randomly came across an older episode I apparently never listened to back in January of 2022. Yeah. The band Rixop came up briefly. What? Rixop? Mm. All right. Well, I saw Kruger this weekend and he would be able to better answer that. The, you know, it's a it's a, a, a synthesizer whatever. Just, oh. Just wanted to tell Kruger that Rixop is a great band to listen to slash mimic especially for your dry but not sober Januarys. Um Apple is uh, an especially nice song to uh to listen to while listening, while taking a walk after smoking. 
Okay, we don't promote smoking here. You know, New Zealand just banned smoking for anybody who's born after 2008. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, until the next random thought that comes to my mind, thanks for the entertainment, guys. Ryan, Ryan, love it. Send more randomness. Everybody else should send randomness. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Ask, send in your personal questions to Marty. And I will transpose them to John. Marty, it's been it's been fun and it's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. I gotta go. Why are you mean? I'm no. just trying it on because you said it was better to be mean than to be uh, happy or something. No, I what? was. Why are you doing hacky jokes? Why am I doing hacky jokes? Because I'm a hack. I'm a dad. I'm a dad joke kind of guy. See no, no, I don't see no child here. Oh, he's coming! He's coming tomorrow. Oh. Flying in from okay. another country. What? Yeah, that's exciting. I'm, it I'm is exciting. very, very excited for you. Like yeah. he's a, he's he's a, a, a treasure. He's very, he's very nice, and he's not very. He's smart. a treasure. <laughs> he's not very smart, but so nice. So he takes nice. after his mother. <laughs> And on that, we will see you next Tuesday with uh, with Cassandra, hopefully, and Dan Etheridge, hopefully. Yeah. Tune in. Let I, your friends know. Do, it will finally end this spell of, oh, oh the fuck. You shut the fuck up. That's uh, what Marty just talks to himself. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com. <laughs>